Today I have the pleasure of getting to interview one of my ex-bosses. How often does a person get to do that? And I feel funny even calling um, Levada Nehan my ex-boss because uh, we had such a, a nice collaborating relationship that I don't think she ever had to get out the whip. We might have joked about it, but I don't think it ever really happened. I met Lovada because she approached me as an editor at Penthouse, interested in having me acquire and edit some new fiction for a series they were starting called Between the Sheets. Many of my uh, listeners here at Audible, when they hear this, Between the Sheets, they'll say, hey, I know that. I heard it on Audible. It's true. Uh, Audible has a, a version that you can listen to of this series that Lovada and I put together how many years ago? Oh, Started about 10 years ago now. I know. It seems like ancient history, but those stories still hold up today. Oh, that's great. <laughs> well, let me tell uh, my listeners a little bit more about you. You worked in wearing a million hats at Penthouse from 91 to 2001. She did most of their lifestyle columns from Forum, Call Me Madam, Smart Sex, Cyber Sex, the X-rated video column, Bedtime Stories that we worked mm -hmm. on together, Wine and Spirits, I mean, the list goes on. And then when we got together, it was because of this between the sheets notion, which was actually Penthouse's proposal to do female authors writing erotica. That was what was going to make this a little different. Right. Now, Penthouse was never, although it employed many women and it showcased many women's <laughs> bodies, it wasn't known for like coming up with feminist ideas. Ideas for erotic expression. What made Penthouse even come up with the idea of let's showcase women authors writing erotic? Well, it actually started out as an idea from Kathy Keaton, Bob Guccione's wife, and it happened at a time when McKenna and Dworkin were being hard about women not being turned on by erotica and pornography. And she wanted to contradict that and give a viable place for women authors to get published and get paid a decent amount of money for their work because there are not a lot of places that had women writing. And then the pay scale was really, really, really low. And we, the criteria was that the author had to be woman and the main character in the story had to be a woman. That's right. Yes, I remember that now. Just to clue some people in who might be listening, when you're talking about um, McKinnon and Dworkin, we're talking about two women who did not work at Penthouse Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but two famous feminists, Catherine McKinnon and Andrea Dworkin, Correct. who were very critical of anything to do with porn, commercial erotica, and they didn't have any special favors to give women who were part of it. Not at all. And uh, do you think that Kathy had Bob's 100% endorsement of her inspiration? Or? I believe so. I mean, they worked together in an incredible collaboration for really all of their relationship at the magazine, and it was just an outgrowth of that continuation and continued even after her death. Um, he really supported women and women's right to express their sexuality in the written word and photography and, and being part of the magazine from a photography standpoint as the models. So there's a whole range of expression there. And they also both financially supported their belief in women's rights because this was a time when 
McKenna and Dworkin was spending a lot of time and effort trying to sway the government. And they were major backers and players for groups like um, Feminists for Free Expression and other groups of feminist women who were either in or supported the sex industry and said, you know, no, this is not true.